Welcome to our podcast, Inside ACP S4HANA. There's no customer success without product success and project success. I hope you and your families are all well or safe. I'm talking to you today again from my home office in which I will probably be for another couple of weeks. We've had great podcasts on how to successfully get through an S4 Essential project. But then there's the big day, the go live day, which is as important as Christmas. And so what? Go live may be the end of the project, but for many end users especially, this is only the beginning of the journey. As this topic is so important, we've decided with my speaker today to do a series of three episodes called Go Live and Now What? Today we will talk about the end user, the focus on the people really working with the system. It will be most probably followed by a second episode where we talk about, well, the system itself, what has to happen after the go live. And hopefully we'll have a third podcast as part of this series where we'll really focus on the support team. Who will work and talk about that today? It's my great pleasure to be with Nigel Drillet from Delaware. Nigel knows the customer as well as the partner side of the ACP S4HANA house. Warm welcome, Nigel. Thanks a lot for being with me today. Please just say a few words about you. Um, well, thank you, Yannick, for having me. Um, I love your podcast series. And I'm very happy to be here. So a little bit about myself. I've been with Delaware Consulting for 12 years, and my current role is that of an S4 architect on um, S4 Cloud Essentials specifically. I've been pretty much working full-time with S4 Essentials since um, the very beginning, since August 2016. Kind of uh, seems like ancient history now, but I already have uh, three customers live since, uh, since the beginning between uh well, lies between i think may 2017 and the last one was just uh, a few months ago and in three different continents so i i hope i can um, give you some good feedback from from the end user perspective today yeah i'm sure you can nigel so today's session as as you confirmed we will really focus on the user himself or herself the end user point of view what's been your experience with users going live with acps for hana cloud well, so it's very interesting. I think in in many cases, the, the users, they're very happy with S4. Um, it, it doesn't really matter to them if, if they're on S4 Cloud Essentials or on-prem or, um, you know, extended version of S4. Um, we just had, in, in general, very good comments on, 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 on the system, right? Like, oh, you know. Um, this is much more user friendly than what we what we used to have, and you know, I really like how we can do these drill downs. Just you know, the design studio reports uh, are, are really really great for people that that use the system. Um, so I think in in general, uh, just customers are very happy with, with how the system uh, looks and feels, and, and and that's really an achievement of S4. It, it's it's not specifically uh, cloud-related. Um, it's it's really an S4 achievement. And users, it's interesting to notice that that users don't don't really make the distinction in many cases. Like we have a few customers in a in a hybrid environment um, where they they use both uh, essentials and uh, and on-prem, and users don't don't really look at it as as two separate systems. They're looking at it as as S4. Um, and it's really, really, you know, really nice to see. 
Yeah, um, actually, I, I agree. Why why should they care in the end? Right? We we frequently hear about the need for change management in S4 migrations. Is the move to S4 a huge change for an end user, especially for an end user who's been working with SAP before? <laughs> That's a very good question. So um, I, I frequently uh, hear that question on, on like um, S4 webinars and, and presentations and, and such, right? And it's it always makes me wonder, like like change management for whom, right? Because like I said, for the, the, the end users, they don't really care or it doesn't really matter to them um, if they're on S4 on-prem or, or in cloud. So they, for them, everything looks and feels the same. I, I feel like the, the, the change management piece of uh, S4 cloud is, is mostly a consulting issue. I mean, there, there's a lot of, of people with many, many years of uh, consulting experience in SAP. And then they're set in, in their ways, right? And um, unfortunately, I, I sometimes see people or consultants presenting demos or webinars um, or even uh, user training sessions in you know old GUI screens where where there's a perfect Fury app, for example. And it's it's kind of sad to see that. Um, or you know. Things like reports, right, where there's a design studio report where you can just drag and drop data, and and instead they're they're using some of the older screens, and, and that's especially in on-prem um, situations. That's that's a big deal, and um, yeah, it just kind of makes me sad sometimes to see that. But I think change management is an important piece, and it really starts with the consultants. How do customers, I mean, the end user really react to that? Because they probably um, don't see the immediate benefit. Would you agree with that? Um, well, actually, not, not really. I would say for users do see an immediate benefit, right? So um, new customers, I mean, they, they don't really know any better, right? But for for customers that come from an ECC environment uh, to, to an essentials, um, to cloud essentials, they... They really see, um, you know, they see the benefit in the sense that, you know, the, the apps are much better. The, the 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 design studio reports help them just drag and drop data. They don't have to download it into Excel, do pivot tables, and and so on. They they can just do it inside of the system, and they will typically ask you things like, "Oh, um, Nigel, what what's the new app again for FB60?" Right or hey, this this looks like a like an old report. Like, the, is is there not a new one that we can drag and drop? You know, because we, we want to add a profit center in there, or we want we want to you know add, add a, another attribute. Like they, they really do ask those things, and it's you know, um, and and sometimes I, I see the consultants asking like, oh, how how do I get to FB sixty? And it's like, no, we don't think about transaction codes anymore. You. It's, you know, it sometimes triggers me a bit. Um, I, I don't, I don't know why people do that, but it's, it's why it's really important to to have, you know, a, a, an implementation partner, a consulting team that that doesn't just like do cloud or is for, but but really, really understands what cloud is about, so that you can bring those benefits um, that come with the system, so you can bring those benefits to the customer because they get it, right? The end users get it. Um, much faster than, than some of the consultants do. I, I know that you said earlier that um, actually the end user do not and should not care about, you know, is it cloud, is it on-premise, or is it an ECC with a Furyized application on top? Um, 
From your perspective, what are some of the benefits for the end users working with S4HANA Cloud? I mean, as um, opposed to, to the ECC version or S4 on-prem? Either or both. Um, well, I think the, the main benefit for the end users is, is, is really, you know, the, the innovation that comes with the upgrades um, and, and how the, the support teams, their, their, their job function really changes. Um, you know, in S4 Essential has quarterly upgrades um, that, that bring in the new scope, either new innovation and new ways of doing things. Uh, there's security patches and that are being applied uh, by SAP. There's, you know, a lot of um, in-system testing. Uh, there's, you know, all, all kinds of, of really great things. And, and what that means is that it really frees up the time for support team to focus on, on those innovations, on those business needs, instead of just, you know, keeping the lights on there. Well, what do you mean with that? Um, working on business needs versus, um, or rather than keeping the lights on? What does that mean exactly? <laughs> well, um, so, so before clouds, um, a significant part of what the support team would do day-to-day -day basis would be, you know, installing security patches, you know, loading OSS nodes for some new functionality or, um, or just loading nodes because they need to keep certain functionality alive when, when legal changes happen, right? Um, I mean, imagine if, if you can spend 20% less time on the system maintenance, right? That you don't have to load OSS nodes that that is being done for you, right? And instead you can use that time to work on, on efficiencies, work on business benefits. So that, I mean, that's a full day every week that you can spend helping the business instead of applying notes, instead of, you know, going through code and, and fixing, um, you know, things that really you shouldn't be bothered about, right? I mean, it's, it's a big deal. It, it really is. So with S4, we still have some changes we need to apply, you know, with the upgrades or with hotfixes, but, but since everything is really, you know, we're always on the latest version. So thanks to, to the upgrade cycle. So we, we don't need to worry about major issues or, or you know, when, when things happen in the SAP world. Can you give us a few examples? I mean, we've talked about the, okay, I understand that you don't need to take care about the system, etc. cetera. Uh, what does that mean, for example, for the, you know, LOB finance? Can, do you have an example there that really makes sense for end users? Um, sure. Um, so, well, for example, um, last year, SAP released uh, group reporting. Um, it's the successor for uh, BPC, um, for those who haven't heard of it. Um, and we have several customers, including, you know, Delaware, um, who actually, you know, took that opportunity to, to move out of our external consolidation uh, system into, and, and really just move it into S4. Um, it's, it was quite interesting because for the, the easier implementations, um, it, it, almost felt like just flipping the switch and, and start using the system um, because everything's just there from a technical perspective, right? Um, but, you know, but we also see, see these things with, with like um, government changes that are required, right? So, so for example, here, here in the US, um, we know that for the, the 2011 roadmap, so the, the release in November, um, there's going to be a change for U.S. withholding tax, right? So there's a new form coming. Um, it's called um, 1099 non-employee compensation form. 
and it's being released in November. Um, I think the first reporting is, is then um, Q1 2021. And the interesting thing is that th this might have been a, or for many on-prem systems that, that are not in the latest version, this might be a big deal. There, there might be certain prerequisites that we don't know about yet. Um, so there's going to be a number of OSS nodes that need to be loaded and, and so on. But, but for a cloud system, because we are always on the latest version, end users can really be confident that um, that, that we'll have this in place, that, uh, that the support team can be confident that it won't have a huge impact on our system um, because we're using the best practice, right? So NSAP is releasing an update for the best practice, which will include this new requirement. And, you know, another example might be um, you know, Brexit, right? We're getting a lot of questions from, from our customers around Brexit. And while, you know, we, we don't really know what's going to happen, I, I don't think anyone knows what is going to happen with that. Um, but we're confident that whatever changes need to happen, that because we are on that latest version, that SAP will be able to deliver this very easily and it will actually be be a smooth ride for us compared to to a lot of other systems um, sap or non-sap systems right because everything is already available because we are following the best practices and we're not deviating too much from those best practices and and that's you know for for anyone who who remembers um you know the implementation of of uh you know, um, SEPA payments or, or electronic declarations of VAT back in like, what was it, 2010? Um, the Euro conversions, um, when, when the Euro currency um, became, um, you know, um, became active. It, it's it's a huge deal that, that these things just come with the system now and, and that SAP really supports you in getting there rather than have the support team spend days and days and days in figuring these these things out amazing nigel thanks a lot brexit might not be here yet but that's all the time we have for today i think so thanks again i'd like to to say a big thanks to to nigel griller the s for hana cloud architect from delaware consulting for his great insights and i hope that you our listeners like me are looking forward to the next episode from the Live on S4HANA and then what that will focus on the system. And Nigel, if you're still up to the challenge, I'm looking forward to talking with you about that one. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me today, Yannick, and I really appreciate the invite. And as always, if you enjoyed today's session and discussion and you'd like to learn more, stay tuned for the next episodes and feel free to drop us an email via insightS4 at sap.com. I repeat, insightS4 at sap.com and let us know what topics are of your interest. Stay safe, stay tuned in next time, and be inside ACPS for HANA. Bye-bye.